0: fight him I know <laughs> I had a monster so easily come on what
1: are you doing what's
0: wrong with me like you're you, doing a good job with like the headphone tonight a USB cable and- <laughs> oh, oh birds I love birds do
1: you <laughs> be is-
0: ooh yeah I like that too it's so, so hot <laughs>
1: birds. yeah
0: Julia's giving me all the middle fingers because she's doing such a good job with her headphones
1: Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, Gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror movie notebook to corrupt another one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. Hey everybody! Welcome to Horror Movie Survival Guide. Yeah, I'm Julia. I'm Terry. And this week, <laughs> <Just> kidding. <laughs> I'm Terry. I'm Julia. Yeah, we got, uh, you got us. And this week, we're going to talk about 2011's Absentia. Yes, uh, by Mike Flanagan. Julia's favorite.
0: Oh, favorite. I love I love the joy you get in your face as I, soon as you hear his name I or I think do. about it.
1: Well, you glow. Can I just say though, because I like his films a whole fucking lot. Mm-hmm. And then I was trying to program Oculus for this programming series right. I'm doing, and he. Like, tried to help. And he, like, sent me, like, sent an email. I was like, I can, like, send a thing. And, like, really? And I was like, what's the coolest thing about learning a director that you like is actually also fucking a cool guy? And, who like, is, like, nice and helpful. Yes. And, like, wants to support, like. So that's, yeah. that's why my face lights up. Because, like, Aww. I know that he also happens to be a good human being. Yeah. Honorable. Yeah. Makes a big difference. It sure fucking does. Right? Go, Mark Flanagan. Mm. Go. Yeah. I uh, love you, Mike. We do. Uh, so the title of this episode is You Can See Me? You can see me. Yeah. And the tagline for this movie is there are fates worse than death. Yep. Yep. There are. Mm-hmm. Um, so this movie was funded on Kickstarter.
0: Yeah. I noticed that. The, I, was, I didn't know because I didn't know. I tried not to read too much about the movies before I watched them. Yes. I like to go in with like little info and then the credits. I was like, Whoa, this was mm-hmm. definitely Kickstarter, mm-hmm. like full on.
1: Right yeah. On. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so we open on uh, Trish. Yep, who is taking down Daniel's Riley's missing posters, the yep. old ones, and putting up new, putting ones. putting up fresh ones? And, and I was like, like, "Oh, that's gotta be the worst feeling." Honestly, but it's been up yeah. there so long, then now you have to refresh them, mm-hmm. and you have a big ass bag of them. So you've been doing it for a while, right? Um, and she is, we, then we meet Callie, who is her sister who has mm-hmm. come, drove and drove all night to see, to see her. Yep. And she's knocking on that door and she ends up waiting, waiting for her
0: sister to show back up as she's been out doing these posters. And, She's got her headphones on and she's smoking a cigarette. So she, I was like, oh, I don't know. She seems like a little, little stressed, a little nervous to be there. Yeah.
1: They had, they seem to have a strain between them mm-hmm. when they, when they meet, you mm-hmm. dig, are they friends? Are they sisters? Yeah. Like, I wasn't not really sure right sure away what their relationship is. Uh, but Trish is quite, quite pregnant. Super preggers. Um, and uh, actually uh, the actress was actually pregnant during this filming. I was wondering. Seven months. So right on. Good yeah. for her. She gives a hell of a performance and also seven months pregnant. Well That's done. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, Callie brought her a little book of three Billy Groats gruff, which is her little present to niece or nephew. Mm-hmm. Um, and they talk about like where she's been and Callie's been just kind of driving around.
0: Right. So and then as they're sitting and talking though, too, we realize that Callie's like dealing with some sobriety stuff yeah. too. Cause um, her sister's like, Oh, is it okay that you have wine? Cause like I'm pregnant. So I'm going to have this juice that which is fine. But like, you're okay. And she's like, no, it doesn't violate like my, Probation or whatever it is. I was like, oh, okay. So she's had some tough she's stuff had some going problems. on. Yeah. She's uh,
1: lived out of her car in the Badlands for a hike, she says. Yeah. Like, Ooh, okay. That's the level she's we're rough. talking at. Um, and But doesn't know who's sick. Like, so who got you pregnant? Yeah, and she's like, uh, not gonna say. Yeah, gonna change the subject now.
0: Yep, and she's like, I haven't told, you know, dad yet. And they're like, we well, probably don't tell him because he probably will freak
1: out. And like, but they also said they don't know where he is. Mm-hmm. So that's also a problem. But so they have this like playful banter, but it's kind of harsh behind that banter because she's like, oh, you're a giant whore. She's like, oh, you're a giant drug addict. You're like, eh, uh, you're joking, but you're not joking.
0: No, they're definitely saying some truths right there, <laughs> yeah. too. And then also, um, she's looking around the house, Callie's looking around Trisha's place and it's like, oh, it's like kind of the same, but slightly different. But she's like, kind of confides in her, our folks, Trisha, but asks her more about like, so like what's really happening or how's that been for you? She's like, well, I try to keep stuff the same because he's been gone. That you realize now how long this guy's been gone. Seven years, seven years. So she didn't want it to look like a totally
1: strange place when he came Mm -hmm. back home. Which I was like, oh girl, They're waiting for a while, and you know, and she's she's filing for the, the crux of this film is that she's filing for death and absentia, mm-hmm. which is if somebody's been gone for seven years, you can declare them legally dead. Right. Which is such an incredibly smart thing to build a movie around because like, totally. what a strange you don't ever think about that. Who no. would ever think about having to do that? But then you think about having to do that and what that sure like. happens more often than we would like. Cause there's like a whole process for this.
0: And this is like something that you do once they've been a missing person that long, then there's a, a point where you just, you can declare it. It's very hard as they say to go back though. That's why they make you wait so long because mm-hmm. they want to make sure like, Hey, like they might've run off or like, you know, the, you know, anything could have happened where they just, you know, try to change their identity or
1: something. Right. But insurance is different and mm-hmm. things are different. So, she, so she's decided this is the, she's going to do it. And they have all these theories about where he could be though, too. And I love this thing where they're mm-hmm.
0: like all the different theories, like, so you have amnesia, he like actually works for the NSA and like, you know, he's like had to go under hiding or maybe he was kidnapped or he ran away or alien abduction, or he could really
1: be gone and yeah. dead. And if you think about having to think about that for seven years, you would literally, your path would, your mind would go down every all path. All the
0: scenarios times a hundred.
1: it would be terrible. Yeah. Um, and so we have this kind of cross back forth, Trish is meditating um, and Kelly has a cross that she hangs on the wall. Also also has a cross tattoo on her, on her neck. Yeah. Also has a mysterious green box that she looks really excited about. Yeah, hiding under her bed.
0: It's like a little lunch like box, like army looking, but lunch box.
1: It's yeah. We're like, oh. I was like, what's in that box, girl? Something not mm-hmm. good is in that box. Mm-hmm. And Trish has been having uh, nightmares, so we're starting to get that. Um, we get Callie. So they have they live um, near this tunnel. It's a kind of scary looking tunnel
0: urban looking tunnel yeah it's like it's well it's like the pathway to the other side of town so it's like if you're on it's like
1: it's like the tracks but she said there's a park on the other side so it's not but it's not a nice park
0: but it still feels like the, like when you're living on the edge of the tracks, like the mm-hmm. other side of the tracks, that's what it exactly. Cause it's a barrier. Like it's this tunnel that gets you to someplace more beautiful on the other side. Right, and like she, she jogs mm-hmm. up to a view of the Hollywood sign. Yeah. So it's like Runyon Canyon looking like one of those Canyon runs
1: that you have up here in LA. I think it's cause it's definitely filmed in LA. Obviously. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it's more over by like Dodger stadium. Like oh, that kind of Like area. Echo park area. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Okay. Um, maybe, but there's tunnel anyway. We, we should, should ask Mike. We should <laughs> ask him. Hey. Where did you film this? Yeah. Um, So she sees uh, a man on her way back who is laying in the middle of the tunnel looking. Like he got mugged. Or drunk or Or something, Or or like he's on drugs or something. wrong with him. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she's like, hey. And he says, you see me? Yeah. He's like, yeah. Uh, And he says that it's sleeping. He says his name is Walter Lambert. Yeah. And he's like, you want (laughs) to (laughs) trade? He's like, uh. She's like, uh, no, <laughs> I, I have nothing. I'm going to go now. He's got this like little bracelet or something by him. And he's, yeah. So he's some close, something's clear, but she's clearly freaked out and she's trying to get out of there. And mm-hmm. he, so as, as she's walking away, he calls out to tell his son, Jamie mm-hmm. something. And then she's gone. Um, and when she gets home, a uh, detective Mallory is there, who is the gentleman who has been helping her sister. And there's some distinct
0: tension right there between her mm-hmm. sister and this guy, like they like each other. Mm-hmm. yeah. And he's like, he's a real protective kind of dude, yeah. you know, a big dude, just like making sure like, Hey, you said you're going to move. You need to move. This neighborhood's not good. Like right. he's looking out for he's her. He's looking out for her. So mm-hmm. you do feel
1: good about him. That there's someone who has been there by her side this whole time. He says he's really helped her throughout most of the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we keep getting these little jump scares though, too. And these are great. And this is what yeah. makes Mike client great. He has these great things where you think like, Oh, this is a normal scene. And then Holy fuck. There's this thing like standing there. Uh, it's this creepy demon looking version of Daniel. I was like, Oh God. So it's like your dead husband, but he has no eyes mm-hmm. and he's just going to be somewhere. He's just going to be behind you. You close the door and he's there. You put your things in the closet and he's there. You put open the shower and he's there. Like he's, and he could be anywhere. It reminded me of the monster guy that followed me at rated our speakeasy.
0: <laughs> Cause we had the same sound.
1: Do you remember this? Like, <gasps> like he sounded like that, like he couldn't breathe. And it's just awful. But the first time that uh, we see Danny, he says, I know what you did. Mm-hmm. So like oh okay she did something um so Callie decides to do the Christian thing and bring food down to Walter Lambert uh Lambert down in the tunnel uh he isn't there so she decides to leave it yeah, she just leaves a box, like a little, like whatever Tupperware of the, of some food for him. So she leaves the food for him, and then goes back. We the prayer that we get from Callie is, "Lord, please help me get my shit together." This
0: is the best. I wrote best prayer, <laughs> okay. like, and that's it. Lord that's help all me. There get is. My shit. She's like, "Lord, help me get my shit together." Then she hops into bed, and that's like her good night prayer, which I think is a wonderful, like on the road to recovery prayer.
1: You know. Um, so Trish uh, asleep has another nightmare. This time she sees Danny uh, kneeling on top of her, um, and then. <sighs> Reaches into her stomach,
0: reaches into her pregnant belly, and looks like he's ripping the baby
1: out. Yeah, it's I, like it's pretty. It's I mean, there's are no you blood. okay. He's he's just, Wes is shaking. He's wh- like, no, I didn't, is- didn't like this part. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even watch it, Wes. It's just you, that's describing it. It's bad. It's bad. It. Yeah, but so, but it's just the kind of you know, as a pregnant woman, kind of the worst nightmare yeah. you could ever have, yeah. right? Like your dead husband reaching into your stomach to pull the to fetus pull out. the
0: fetus out of you, being like, that's not they shouldn't be there. Yeah. It's not mine. Yeah. So she's having these, like, she had cut to her going to therapy because, yes. And you know what's in that therapist's office? What? The mirror from Oculus. Oh, Hell yeah. love it. So she's having, um, as, as he calls them, lucid dreams. Basically, like where it feels like she's awake,
1: and like these things are happening. And he's like, "Well, there's visual, auditory mm-hmm. hallucinations." He said, "Even olfactory and tactile." Tactile. Mm-hmm. The, but have you felt? I feel like I've felt something in a dream before. Like you've run your hand over something. Oh, before, totally. Right? So. Totally.
0: I mean, I've woken myself up singing. Because I sleep sing sometimes. That's
1: adorable.
0: It's it is, but it's not because it never sounds good. It always sounds like something crazy, which is why I'm like, why am I singing? And I wake myself up like, what was that? Um,
1: Yeah. yeah. So I mean, Uh, so she's (laughs) a very she's a very unsympathetic shrink. Can I just say this? Who's just like, you know, it's normal. You'll be fine. Well, that's his job is to like normalize it because also she's literally about to
0: file this paperwork. That's been seven years. Right. So she, so he's like, she's at this place. Of course this shit's going to come up because when you declare somebody dead, then of course it's going to feel like. They're gonna. They would be mad at you, or why would you do this? The, oh, right. the the spirit of them would haunt you. You know, in this moment, so you know, he gets. She's devastated. She's furious and enraged. All this stuff is like he's like. But then it's also all things she's feeling is she. He feels like she's projecting into these hallucinations,
1: right? Which is even kind of more terrifying to be like, I'm creating this. This is in my mind. Mm-hmm. This doesn't actually exist. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. You know, we get this a lot in these horror movies. It's like that d- debate, like mm-hmm. what's scarier: seeing these horrible visions or actually just being insane? Right, and Either- he's like,
0: "It's you. It's not him." And she's like, "Oh fuck!" Like now. When are they going to stop? Yeah, when are they going to stop? That's literally what she asked. She's like, when will they stop? And he's she's like, like oh, oh, well, I
1: don't know. Um, so then Callie comes back home from a uh, jog to find a bunch of jewelry on their doorstep. It looks like a bunch of random cheap-ass, like, you know, like, shitty jewelry on her on the doorstep. And she's like, well, I think I know where this came from. Because she saw some of the jewelry on the ground near Walter mm-hmm. Lambert. So she goes to leave it back near the tunnel. And sees a kind of greasy-looking gentleman who is like... Looks dodgy as hell, too. Yeah, he's got, like, a garbage bag. And he's like, uh, don't do that. He's like, I'm leaving it for someone. He's like, Yeah, don't do that. And she's like, Well, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do that. And he's like, Okay. So she does, she leaves it. Uh and then he leaves his bag there as well. Mm-hmm. So
0: he might be also trading with somebody. Yep. So then we cut to Trish signing paperwork at this office. Mm-hmm. And Callie goes with her as well too, to go with, like there she's signing the paperwork. And of course she has a moment right when she signed the paperwork. She looks up and Danny's right there. Demon version of him is there like rawr, like pissed. And she's like, okay,
1: let's get out of here. Uh we can go home now. Uh so we have a scene of it. Uh, Callie brushing her teeth uh, and sees a silver fish in the sink and kills it and uh then here's some strange sounds in the like shower. In the shower, yeah. Insect chirping kind of sounds. Like kind that. of thing. I can't make that noise, but that's a good that's You're good. welcome. Um. Was well, just like, yeah, respect. That's great. <laughs> Who knew? I learn new things about you all the time. You She's know. also got a great cr- cr- cricket nose, guys, in case you didn't know. Terry Gamble.
0: Putting it on the resume on the special skills.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Um, I think for me, the most, uh, I think this, the dream with Danny is scary. I think this part with Danny is scarier where well, she's, she's meditating. meditating and he's just right behind her whispering in her ear and you can't make out what he's saying. And I think that's, what's even scarier is just, it's just the noise. Just so you know, he's there. He's not it's even trying to tell you anything, one, especially mm-hmm.
0: because she's trying so hard to meditate
1: and it's just like her meditation is now his creepy words. Yes. It's really creepy. Um, and then Callie goes to go to bed and pulls her covers back, and all the jewelry is there in her bed, which is not good, right? And right before she just said, "God
0: bless you, little niece or nephew," like she'd have like a sweet moment. Then it's like, ah, turn. I was like, Mike Flanagan, turn.
1: Someone has been in my bed. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, but detect- so they call the police. Det- Detective Mallory's right there, and he's. Um, then we uh, we get the the reveal that maybe they've been kind of. Seen each other for a while, Mallory and Trish. Right. And he's been getting her to try to stay with him. Yeah. And he's like, you got
0: to leave. He's like, you need to move anywhere but here, lady. Like literally get out of here. Make sure you lock the door. I always tell you about this. And like dealing with all these like B&E items match all the stuff that's been happening around their town, around the street, like a lot of the descriptions of stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's been a lot of stuff that tends to
1: go missing in this neighborhood. And we're getting a little gander of that too. Uh Callie, being a good uh, final type girl, go, starts to go jogging a different way. She's yep. like, I'm just not going to go that way I'm not anymore. Not going
0: in the tunnel anymore. She's like, Too not to the to the left, to the right now. And yeah. so I was
1: like, good on you. Smart for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she calls Trish at work to see when she's coming home. And she's not coming home till later that night. So maybe we'll just pull out this green box again. Right looking, as she's packing. Mm-hmm. Looking real excited about this mm-hmm. green box. And then we get the death certificate that comes in the mail. Uh, so this is the moment where like, Ooh, a bad one for Trish, but Callie's not like giving her any time now. Now she's like, okay, we got to go look at apartments. So we got to mm-hmm. get out of here. Let's mm-hmm. get, let's get out of here. This mm-hmm. place is, we got to start this new life. Death certificates here. Let's go. So they take her to look at apartments and they find one. So she's really said, so now she's like, okay, well, if I'm on this new path, let's yeah. do it all the way. Yeah. This Mallory, we've been wants to, like, dancing around yeah. each other for years. Let's do this. So question is then, is Mallory not the father of her baby? Or is he? I think he is. We get to that later on when he like comes later in the night. He says that he would take care of the baby. He doesn't say my baby. So I think it's still unclear that it, it could be his or it could not be his.
0: I still think it's his in my mind. But yeah, it's true. It is still ambiguous. And even
1: like Trisha doesn't ever definitively say... Um, is your kid, <laughs> and then while Trish is, you know, they're trying to have a nice, fun, getting ready to go out on a date scene, and Trish just keeps seeing like it's getting worse, and she's seeing Danny everywhere. Oh, of
0: course, but I feel like she also was like, well, because I'm doing this new thing, yes. like, of course it's going to be worse right now, because I think she can rationalize it based on how that therapist like told her earlier. But she's also like braver about it, like she's not as rattled now. Mm-hmm. She's just kind of like, ah, oh, he's there. Like she's just yeah, like, oh, just another to- thing in the closet. Like, oh, we looking. Like she's like, Callie's like helping her pick out dresses and like showing a dress one dress two. And then right in between, it's like, ah, like demon Dan in the middle. And she's like that one it's perfect. Like right in front of him. And I was like, she's getting brave. Like, she's like, all right, like fine. We're going to go out and do this. It's fine.
1: Well, that, you know, and the psychiatrist has told her they're in her mind. So she's like, okay, if I ignore it, it'll go away. Right. Which is so great because then they go out on the date and on the corner, she sees Danny looking horribly bloody and mangled and just looks away. And she's like, okay, there he is again. Mm Mm-hmm. But he's really there. But Mallory sees him too. It's so awesome. It's really great because we've set
0: up that anytime we see him, it's fake. And now it's not. He is back after seven years. What? Yeah so crazy it's insane i was like oh no oh no and of course it's a date night on date night as soon as she tries to step out 7 30 p.m demon dan is for real the day the death
1: certificate arrives in the mail Mm -hmm. and there he is and trish practically faints um and everyone's freaking out and Mm -hmm. they take him to the hospital and the first thing he asks the doctor is like you can see me yeah and like yeah, yeah, we can see you, buddy. Like and so they say he's severely malnourished, and dehydrated. dehydrated. He's mm-hmm. had a lack of sunlight. And He has a ill-defined mass in his stomach. Yeah, and has had significant trauma and physical abuse. Like it looks like he's been completely abused. But the
0: weird thing too is like they call his mom and she just starts laughing. I guess on the phone because she's so
1: like overjoyed because yeah, she relieved. never thought that she would really get mm-hmm. that call. And when they ask him where he was, he says, "I was, I was underneath." underneath. Like, hmm. Okay. I was like, where is that exactly? But he looks real fucked up. Not only mm-hmm. physically, but definitely emotionally and mentally. And I think uh he I, looks broken as hell. Yeah, I wish that everybody treated him a little better here. Like this is where, you know, they take him home and like he as soon as he sees the tunnel, he pees himself. Like yeah. he's it he's really far gone and mm-hmm. When they, when Mallory comes by, like, and Mallory comes by and it's just immediately because, and I know where he's coming from, right? He's in love with Trish and, like, he thought he had it made and now it's all destroyed because right, of this guy.
0: Also, it's just, like, he also has information when he comes back, which is why he's so angry of that. Literally, the dude's wearing the same thing he was wearing when he left seven years ago. How is that possible?
1: He's got his wallet in his pocket. Like, Everything's intact, except obviously his like physical self. Right. So he says, you know, that, did you know, did you never go to a hospital? Did you never go to a shelter? And he says he doesn't know. And they said they found a bunch of animal bones in his stomach. Like that's what the ill-defined mass was. So like what was he eating in there, Where, wherever he was? And he doesn't, he just doesn't know. He doesn't know anything. He's so confused. Yeah. And I honestly wrote, I can't tell if it's better or worse that he's home right now.
0: Like it's I, like it's just
1: because everybody's treating him like he can just answer questions, which he clearly can't. He's yeah, he has clearly, no idea. He's trauma, he's so traumatized. Confused. Like you can't come in and ask him a bunch of police questions. She doesn't understand. What and he, they grill him so hard. He's so harsh to him, and then Trish is so harsh to him. You know, she starts to cry and she starts to hit him and ask him where he was. And I'm just like, you, uh, this is not how you should well, be her, treating him. I understand. Yeah, that. I get
0: her rage though too, because she's just like, dude, like I literally just got your certificate in the mail, and right. like, what the fuck?
1: But it doesn't look like he's off been gallivanting in Monte Carlo. right? Right? Like, no, but it also some somewhere horrible, right? But it also was like, did he just?
0: I think she just still feels like he just walked away. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Though, like, not that he was taken, right? You know, and like they, because he can't articulate that he was taken. I mean, how do you tell them that you had a big monster, like, yeah. or, or something come get you? You know what I mean? Like, know? it's like he can't articulate it.
1: Yeah, I wish they just give him more time to like. Mm-hmm. N- we come back to normal. Uh, no, That's not who these people are. Nope. So uh, they're also
0: in this place that fucks with you too. Yes. And I feel like they're also under like kind of like an Oculus, how like mm-hmm. everybody's under the mirror spell. Yes. I feel like everybody's kind of underneath whatever this tunnel situation is here. And it's kind of playing them to do what they want. It, I think it them plays to do. everybody, which is why like Trish could have moved. Yeah. Why the hell did she not move? I mean, I know part of it, she was probably she waiting, was waiting for him to get there, but like she, he would have found her. Do you know what I mean, though? Like, Mm -hmm. it's not like we were living in the dark, dark, dark ages. Like, he probably would have had a way to find her. Well, I
1: feel like, you know, if if that theory is correct, I think, like, this... Next kind of scene kind of is the most that feels like everything's been put into place where everybody mm-hmm. should be. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Daniel's asleep in bed, but Callie's in the other room, and oh, Callie's dipped in her green box, which ha 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 has heroin in it. Mm-hmm. So she shot up and is like on the nod. And then we have this other scene with Mallory and Trish in the car. So everybody's kind of split up and apart from where they should be. Right. Um, so somebody perhaps, some force perhaps could have made them be this place. But, you know, Mallory does seem like a really good guy, and he does say, like, he'll never quit, he'll never leave, he'll always be there with her, and he wants to take care of the baby, and he'll get Daniel help. Yeah, because he's like, Daniel is definitely not the same. He's he's, like, it's, He said, the death certificate is accurate, even if it is upstairs. Right. That's a great line. It is a great line. But also, Mallory back and back off man like her husband just came back from the dead yeah like, a timing's days ago. not
0: great but I think he just is worried that he's this is gonna his lose only her, chance his window and he like is like the window's about to close because you know timing is everything and he was just like oh shit you know this I missed my chance
1: and so yeah I guess it feels good to say something now or never it's just a terrible time to say it um meanwhile upstairs in the apartment things are starting to go real haywire bad uh Daniel starts to talk to Callie and tell her about what has taken him Mm -hmm. and it's all kind of uh, muddled in his speech, but he says it's an insect. It's got skin like silverfish and you traded with it. Why did you trade with it? Yeah. It fixates fixates on you if you trade with it. So now it's going to come for you and Mm -hmm. now it knows I'm there. Mm -hmm. So he can, he said it's in the bedroom walls. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like, it's like, it, it starts to take him away and they take him up into the walls, and she's freaking out. Um, and there's a
0: yeah, we get this great shot of like the wall, the like ceiling being like all bumpily, and like yeah. you can see like his body kind of going through it. It's and, and she, I have to also remember she's on
1: heroin during this, right? Mm-hmm. So she's also freaking out, but is on drugs, so it's not even she's she looks like she can't believe what she's seeing, but of course, on drugs, you see a lot of things you can't believe you're seeing, right? So she's battling with herself, is this even real, right? So because yeah, she's not credible in that way, so um, and they. We have it right here. There's there's an amazing uh, shower curtain jump scare where she mm-hmm. goes in and there's a, something in the shower and it got me. I actually yelped in my apartment. Uh. <laughs> yep, <was> like, oh. <laughs> okay. I'm all right. I'm good. <laughs> um, uh. Uh, and. She said, you know, she says, we come back to Trish and Mallory in the car, and Trish is like, You said you'd bring him back, and you did bring him back. Mm-hmm. So she loves him, mm-hmm. but also, there's a bad time. Uh, so they go back up, and Kelly comes screaming out of the front door that he's gone. And you're like, Oh, this is all going to go. <laughs> it's just not going to go well. so badly. So- she says, like, the, you know, this insect, this horrible, huge She literally insect. tells the real story, yeah. the truth of what she's just seen. Insects have dragged him away through the walls,
0: and now he's missing. Yeah. yeah. And so now Trish has to do the ungodly thing after she's done this absentia to file another missing, missing persons, persons
1: report. report. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Uh, And Trish is wicked pissed at Callie. Yeah, because she knows. Mm -hmm. She's like, "Uh, you're on drugs. We all know you're on drugs. The police know. I know. Right. And she says that you retreat into the needle. But uh, Callie says that you retreated into a marriage with a boyfriend that you didn't really... And she gets slapped. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, so this is where the fear comes from. She was perhaps not actually in love with Daniel the whole time. I don't think time. she was. Yeah, I think that's like she felt like she needed to
0: be this dutiful wife, and then so she lost herself in that and in this role.
1: And it's that's also really heartbreaking to yeah, here too. Like now you have to play this role of this mm-hmm. wife for seven years when it's not even who you really are and right. what you really feel. Oh, heartbreaking. Yep. Um but then the, then we get the Cali kind of Callie Kaylee, Oculus I know, kind of turn, like, right? I
0: Oculus. Yeah. So where she's like, like,
1: okay, I'm going to fucking figure this shit out. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to get all final
0: girl on you right now. She's I like, I got to figure out the thing. She's like, this is, she does the research. And we also love a good research montage. This, and this is
1: your research montage. I love it. There is no microfilm involved, which I'm sad about that, but. No,
0: but we don't need it because she's getting all these articles printed out and stapled and like yeah. putting her packet together of yeah. like, Okay. So this person went missing on this day and we find out the history of this freaking street and yes. the tunnel and like all the stuff that's happened around there. And
1: she's got just this incredible mm-hmm. and, uh, kind of precursor to, to Oculus kind of like, yeah. all right, here it goes here. We, here's what I found out. Mm-hmm. It says that Walter Lambert, like his, his son, Jamie said his dad was taken by a monster. There used to be a big fucking sinkhole that, that just, they just like built a bridge over it. So yep. like, what's actually down there. Um, and the, everyone says that there's an under, not an underground, but an underworld. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, so and there's many different folklores and religions around the world that have this similar, like dark spiriting people in a mm-hmm. way. Um, and she, and she T- Trish doesn't buy it. And she's like, okay, what about this? What and about, also, all like,
0: the missing dogs and stuff, too. Like, there's all these lists of
1: missing things that they're putting all together. Um, and Trish doesn't buy it because. So Callie starts, okay, well what about this? What about dark dark matter? What about tangential dimensions? Mm-hmm. What if we go in this direction? She gets direction? all
0: quantum physics on yeah. her.
1: Yeah, and I love um, that. And she says, and this is true. If everything is made of atoms and atoms are mostly empty space, how is anything really solid? Nothing is. Nothing is. Um she's things go missing in this neighborhood for as long as history has recorded it and those things turn up in one place. So you have this evil place in the br- in the tunnel. This mm-hmm. is like a wormhole. It's a kind vortex, of yeah. A bridge yeah. to another like another a, dimension, another dimension. It's and so you know we have the th- three Billy groach graph. We know about that. There's you know something under the bridge, mm-hmm. but it's not a troll under the bridge zone. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a terrible insect. So then we have this heartbreaking scene. Of Daniel's parents, who have not gotten the message in time that the, he is gone again, and have now come, and now Trish has to tell them that their son is missing again. And I just think, like them, you know, is his parents sobbing, which is horrible. But it's just this, this feeling of like you had hope for like a day, right? You this, this and then and now it's gone, and was, like As you, they flew. You didn't even get to meet him. You didn't get to see him. You just had hope for like a f- for the flight, and that's it. Was, like, but even if they saw him, I feel
0: like it might have been worse. Yeah, he was in such a bad, like such a bad way. And then right after this, we also get another devastating scene right after this. Um, Lambert guy that was in the tunnel, our Doug Jones, beautiful, oh, beautiful. Shout beautiful. out to his. His body work. You guys know him, love him. He's yes. just the rub, man of rubber basically. And he has the most beautiful broken man look. <laughs> he does. He does. Uh, he is dead in this tunnel now, like f- for real dead. And he's like, his body is all twisted, all kinds of beautiful ways, Doug Jones style. And
1: Jamie, his son is, is, is crying, is, is broken, bro- but they, but he's also find out that the, what he's been leaving in the garbage bags there, all the missing dogs we've been seeing
0: posters yeah, for, he's been stealing dogs, dogs, he's been trading dogs to this thing. So, so I'm wondering, is this what they're feeding the people? Yes. Because the, since Daniel had animal bones in mm-hmm. his body,
1: I'm guessing this is food for the the things down below. Oh, so you don't think Dan, Daniel, and Walter were eating them? I do. Eating the dogs. You think so? He had animal bones in his. That's in what I'm saying. That's what I said. That they, 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 he's oh, been okay. trading to get for the
0: people that are down why below. Does, that are Why underneath. doesn't
1: he leave like pizza?
0: I don't know if that's going to travel the same way. If you got to go she through the, her, da, da, da.
1: her Tupperware. Oh, that's true.
0: I don't know. Okay. Just ask him questions I have. Maybe uh, that's a really good question, actually. <laughs> Maybe because it's weirder and creepier that he's been taking dogs. It, oh, it definitely is.
1: <laughs> um, I, Callie also brings up this idea of victim souls, mm-hmm. of souls where the devils, the devils and the demons get to do their thing, but they get a great reward in heaven. So perhaps Dan is one of these souls, which is a sad thing to think. Um, they hear some noises in the basement, they decide to go down in that basement. Don't turn on the lights in that basement. I thought they
0: did, and then they turned them off as they were heading upstairs. They turn them on, and then they were like, "Okay." And then they watched, started walking. They start turning off the lights as they go upstairs in the house. And they hear but it. as they turn the lights. That's when it gets creepy.
1: Some chirping. <coughs> <coughs> that noise, and Trish just yanked away. Mm-hmm. So now we get Callie in the police station telling the story. It's like it was the same thing. And they it don't... was the insect. It was through the walls, and they are not. She looks high again. They don't
0: trust her because they know she's a user and an addict and mm-hmm. like they find her testimony very uncredible and it's awful yeah. because Mallory, who
1: was so in love with Trish, is so devastated. Yeah. And he thinks she has something to do with it or something. She knows something. She's not telling them. Obviously she's lying, right? The story right. that she's telling them. But it also
0: thinks that maybe they ran off, maybe like, cause Daniel's gone now and now Trish has gone too. Mm-hmm. Maybe they went off together
1: wherever this mystery place is, who knows? So Callie knows as a true final girl. You gotta do it yourself. Yep. So she goes home. She's like, "Okay, I'm gonna put all my proof in this envelope, along with my copy of the bit three Billy Girls Gruff and be like, put my hair back in my ponytail, take my walk out to that tunnel." And we like, know it's serious when there's a ponytail. Yeah, when you put your hair back in <laughs> your ponytail, that's when you're like, you mean business. Final girl business ponytail. And, but she, and, you know, and she does cry before she goes because I think she's pretty darn sure it's a kamikaze mission, right? Like, she's oh yeah, she's gonna die. It. Yeah, but she has to go find out mm-hmm. and see if she can help her sister mm-hmm. who is now gone. So she goes into the tunnel and yells at trade. night and keeps yelling trade until it decides to trade with her mm-hmm. trades the uh the fetus of her of her niece and or nephew um and it's really terrible you're like wow that's pretty bad Mike Flanagan. well done it's awful um so you're like well that's the kind of, and you know she had the dream before of daniel yanking the thing out of her stomach and there it is on the ground and so that was the trade that it made with her um and then she tries to go run and just a shoe just her shoe comes out of the tunnel mm-hmm. and that's the end of Miss Callie. Um, and, but Mallory says he's going to keep the t- the case open. He's, he's he is not going to give up. And he's now he's posting the missing posters, just like he's Trish was at the, the beginning,
0: missing- but now it's both the girls' faces on there.
1: And he's doing the theories of where that what could possibly have happened. Aww. But they says they also have this Jamie guy who looks real like serial killer y and was also you know putting dogs to die. And so Aww. maybe that's it. And they don't really know. And he thinks he sees Callie in the tunnel, but not really sure and just kind of walks away. So we have this endless loop of tunnel that's just going to drag people in into this and I and I know you know I love that it all takes place in this apartment and this tunnel like that's all there is of course you know there's the horror fan that's like I want to see what's underneath I want to see what down there but I also don't because my brain I think made it worse awful. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah Um, what a creative idea. And I think, you know, I know that he filmed this in his own apartment. So you're just like, okay, what do I have? I have an apartment. I have a tunnel. What can I do with this? Mm -hmm. And just to write a story around it. And I think it's such a, he does such a good job of what, with what he has. And it's a really solid film, um, and cool and weird. I liked it. Very cool and weird. So, for gore factor yeah one not enough blood to fill a dixie cup two is a puddle of blood three is enough blood to go out the average viewer four is a bathtub of blood and five is run for the barf bag and we give absentia a four for gore yeah it's mostly for the fetus and also Walter Lambert's crushed, distorted body. Body,
0: Doug Jones doing the doing the Lord's work right there. <laughs> for all y'all, all you gore hounds. Um next we're gonna do our movie ratings, zero to five chainsaws. One of your desperate two barely qualifies as a horror film, three, seen worse, seen better, four, not too shabby, five, fantastic oracle. Um I gave this one a three mm-hmm. for the Flanagan. Um, only because oculus I see where I see where he was going, yeah, this is like the proof of concept uh-huh. before he did oculus. And I was like, Oh, now I know what you're doing with some money, yeah, like real money. yeah, this was great, though, and i this was like I commend him for this. Uh-huh. The story was awesome. It's str. It was stressful. I was nervous, like all the good stuff. But I know what was. I know what he can do now, and yeah. I know what was coming after this. That is the only reason I give this a three.
1: Okay, because I gave it a four, which is not mm-hmm. too shabby. Which for kind of the same reason, I'm like, mm-hmm. Oculus is my five, mm-hmm. and this is my four. Like you're mm-hmm. getting there. It's not there yet. Like we mm-hmm. get the like Cali moment where she's like, okay, here's the deal, and I'm like, yes, this is the moment I'm in for. Right. But when you expand it into right. uh, you know a whole thing, that's where it really. I is. also get that
0: this is his apartment. Like you, know, you get uh-huh. the budget on this one for sure.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, so thank you for listening to us talk about absentia next week. We're going to be talking about a bit, a bit different film. What? Uh, what? Something very different. Yes. We're going to be talking about
0: puppet master. Oh, that's a different energy for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big puppet energy. Yeah. B P E. Hashtag it. <laughs> Can't wait for that.
1: Uh-oh. Yeah. Gonna be okay, Julia. Yeah,
0: In the so... meantime, you love it. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We
1: love that big puppet energy. I don't know what that means, but I like it. Oh um, my God. <laughs> uh so please do check us out on our Twitter, our Facebook, our Instagram, our Patreon. Patreon.com slash horror movies the guide. Um, and we will see you next week for some puppets. Ooh. Some killer puppets. Yeah,
0: get episodes early. Join the Patreon. Okay. Killer puppets. <laughs> puppets.